Hello and welcome to Speaking for Him, the very first of this brand new year, 2020. I'm Dan Van Zalen, and here's your host, Andrew Gomison. Hello, Dan. I'm glad to be with you, and I'm glad to be with all of you who may be listening. I don't know if any of you have made uh, New Year's resolutions for 2020. I hope they're going well. Um, if you had leftover cookies from the holidays, they might munch, not munch, munch, munch. be going that well. But uh, I, um, we're not actually going to talk about resolutions today. I just wanted to throw that out there at the beginning of the show. Um, but I do want to talk about the new year. And the theme of the new year is uh, new things that the scripture talks about. So that's what we're going to discuss today. But before we do, let's share a quote of the day by Pastor Tony Evans. And Dan has that for us. May your days ahead be greater than the days gone by. Wishing you all God's best in the new year, Tony Evans. And just a couple of days ago, Tony Evans' wife and the mother of Priscilla Shire, an actress who I've talked about on the podcast before, who was in both War Room and Overcomer of the Kendrick Brothers fame, um, passed into glory um, just a couple of days ago, as I, I think I said. But anyway... So my prayers are up for Tony Evans and his family living without their wife and mother and grandmother at this time. So just wanted to throw that out there at the beginning. All right. So the Bible talks about newness a lot. And so I wanted to consider that idea on today's first episode of the 2020 calendar year. Um, So the first one is that every day we are gifted new mercies. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Lamentations 3, verses 22 and 23. And every time I get a bad attitude and start to feel like I'm entitled to more than what I have, I start to think about this verse, because I realize the truth of it, that as... God chose to flood the whole earth in Noah's day and start over, essentially, with Noah and his family. He could choose to do that again today, but he made a promise when, uh, at the end of Noah's flood, he, he said, I set my bow in the clouds, which we know as a rainbow, to promise that I will never again flood the whole earth. So we have that promise that no matter how ornery or stubborn we are, he's not going to take a, take out the whole world um, and you know, ruin it for us. Um, and it's of his mercies that that's true. And unlike him, or unlike us, his mercies last forever. His mercies are not expounded. That's why he reminds us that if our brother sins against us seven times in one day and comes back to us and repents— we should still forgive them because we're trying to learn to model the mercy and love that he has for us. And Good that, thing, too. We're stubborn, ornery bunch. We are, indeed. And uh, that's something to keep in mind as we head into this new year. And the second one is embracing your new life. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Second Corinthians five seventeen. If you're anything like me, you can be frustrated sometimes 
by making the same mistakes over again and by not and by having similar negative experiences uh, but a lot of times that happens when we start living in our own flesh even though we have the spirit within us paul says that there's a nature warring within us that our two natures the sin nature and the sanctified nature are warring within us to try to gain a foothold and there's an old indian tale which um is not usually applied this way but i think it's a it's a good application <laughs> That there's two wolves inside of us, and the one that we feed is the one uh, that uh, is going to conquer. And I, I think there's a lot of truth to that because the Bible tells us to um, uh, study the Word of God so that we can live a life that's approved unto God, rightly dividing the Word of truth, and that we can purpose to have a new mindset. The Bible says to renew our mind um, so that we can learn what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And so I really want to encourage that uh, this year in 2020, and I want to purpose to do that better myself and to be in the Word on a more regular basis, not just reading it, but also studying and memorizing it. So that's a challenge that I throw out. And as as my dad often says when he speaks, when he points one finger, you know, when when you know when he's when he's pointing out something he's also pointing back at himself as he's sharing these truths to others he's also reminding himself and being convicted himself about the things that he needs to do and i really resonate with that myself um and so i encourage you to think about these things do you have any additional thoughts on the first two before we move on dan all right, well, we'll move right on to our next new, and that is getting a new perspective. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20 Now, we all have a human tendency to want to be in charge. That's something that is born in us. That's something that creates problems in companies, it creates problems in our platonic friendships, and it create can create problems in our marriages as well. But the key thing to remember is that God made life with an authority structure. And so when I realize that the life that I now live is Christ living in me and he's the one calling the shots, even though sometimes I might not want him to call the shots, it actually is a very relieving thing. Because it's not that he doesn't want me to take action. It's that if I listen to his voice and I take the actions that he wants me to take, then he will bless me. And it takes a lot of the stress out of how am I going to decide what to do? And another verse that I often think about in that regard is the proverb that says, man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. You know, sometimes there can be two almost equally good options. And we're afraid that if we take the wrong step, um, he, then it will mess up God's plan. But the fact of the matter is that God is good at closing doors that he doesn't want us to go through and opening new doors that will be very clear, but we can't, um, we can't be moving forward by standing still. I think that's an important thing to remember. And next is chasing new goals. Not as though I had already attained either were already perfect. But I follow after, 
if that I may apprehend for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14. This is an important thing to remember, too, that the past is in the past. And I think, you know, obviously there's a sense in which the days just continue. And, you know, it's there's always this joke, especially on a birthday. They're like, well, does does 39 feel different than 38? Does 40 feel different than than 39? And, and actually, we personally age so slowly to ourselves that we don't necessarily notice a difference. But... The key thing to remember, and I know I really thought about this when I when I turned twenty, is like I, I'm never going to be a teenager again. You know, I you know you can't go back and live another age over again. Uh, even though sometimes we might have a particularly good year or a good period of time where we kind of wish we could, but every stage of life has its perks, has its ups, has its downs. That is kind of the way life just generally is. And so if we can remember that despite the mistakes that we made in 2019, 2020 can be better. And I think that's really what being a Christian is all about. It's never about being perfect the side of heaven, but if I can be a better man in 2020 than I was in 2019, then I think that's, that that's a goal. And I think that's what Paul is speaking to because he's like, I made a lot of mistakes. And of course, Paul could list a lot of mistakes that were public mistakes that he made, you know, like persecuting Christians, throwing them in prison, watching them die, holding the coats of those who are killing them. Um, and if he couldn't move forward, if he didn't get to the point where he was like, I'm going to forget those things that are behind and press on to the next thing, then he never would have become the writer of, you know, a good portion of our New Testament because he would have been stuck in the Saul of Tarsus days instead of, no, I'm, I'm now the apostle, Paul, the apostle called not by man, but, but by God. And so that was very significant. Um, so on these two things, anything to add, Dan? Well, I know that for myself in particular, I have a very bad habit of, uh, not quite letting go of things. I mean, not so much that, you know, I'm, a person who holds on to grudges forever, ever, ever today, but I tend to beat myself up with things that are like already long past and that uh, I've already asked forgiveness for. And I think it's a problem for a lot of people too. And you can't do anything about it, but you still do it anyway. But you should I still know. beat yourself yeah. up for it. Yeah. It's kind of dumb, but we're, you know, that's one of the easiest ways for the <laughs> devil to kick you when you're down. It's one of, it's one of the things that we do as, as a human, as the human race, unfortunately, I resonate with that big time um, because, and that that's why, like I said, I just have to resolve that my 2020 self will be a better self than the 2017 self or the 2019 self. And you also have to resolve to, you know, leave the past behind, like yeah. Paul says. And most of us have huge trouble doing that. Yeah, I, I saw this meme on New Year's Eve that said something about, I hope to accomplish in 2020, what I set out to accomplish in 2019, but didn't from 2018, 
the stuff that I was going to, that I promised I would do in 2017, and, you know, which Kept is what we, which was the back. stuff that I, I wrote down to accomplish in 2016, you know, kind of this perpetual thing. And then I also saw another thing that said, those things that I waited three months to do only took me 15 minutes, you know, <laughs> and, and that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but sometimes we spend more time lamenting a task than the time it actually takes to do it. And yep. I think that's an important thing to remember as well. All right. Well, as we wrap up this discussion of new things for uh, this podcast time together, um, I am going to direct us to looking to a new future. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. And I saw, and I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Revelations 21, verses 1 through 3. Now there's a sense in which God has already done that, because he puts, our, puts his Holy Spirit in our hearts. And his spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are his. And that's an amazing, awesome thing. But there's a new reality that will take place in the end of time in Revelation when uh, Jesus will come to see us in bodily form and we will be in a new heaven and a new earth where we will reach a new level of personal fellowship with him. And so that is an ultimate goal to which we should be looking forward to. Uh, we don't know the day or the hour. We don't know uh, when it's going to happen. All we can do is be faithful until that time. But my prayer for all of you listening is that 2020 will be a year that will draw you closer to God as never before, uh, that you will find him to be the friend of God that Abraham references uh, in Genesis and that you will find him to be faithful. I know that if you trust him, you will, because he has been faithful throughout the many years recorded in scripture, and he will continue to be so um, long after eternity has begun. So I hope that you guys have a great new year and that you have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 